It's time now for our 360 round, and today we focus on Clorox. The company will report its earnings after the bell today. Joining us now to break it down, Arun Sundaram, equity research analyst at CFRA Research, and Caleb Silver, editor-in-chief at Investopedia. I'm glad you're both with us. Um, Arun, I'll start with you. I mean, you really comb through these numbers quarter after quarter. Um, it's sort of underperforming some of the other consumer discretionary type names. What are your thoughts on Clorox ahead of the bell today? Hey, Nicole. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, no doubt the shares have been under pressure for the past six months or so. You know, look, 2020 was a great year for Clorox, unprecedented demand. But then 2021 hit, and while the demand for Clorox's products were still there, their, their costs started to trend higher. And, and right now what they're experiencing is rapidly rising commodity costs, supply chain issues, which is what uh, we're seeing in terms of the, the fundamentals right now. The margins have been deteriorating for the past few quarters. Uh, but on the positive side, the sales are still there. So for this upcoming quarter, they report later today, we expect that story to be very similar. You know, they're, they're gradually increasing prices right now to help offset some of these cost pressures, but it's gonna take another quarter or two for, that, for those pricing actions to, to be fully realized in the income statement. So we still have a buy on the shares right now. Uh, we have a price target of $180. And, and the main reason why is you know, the expectations right now are very low for Clorox. The stock is down 30% from its all-time highs. You know, it's actually the shares are actually cheaper now than before the pandemic began. So I think a lot of the downside risk is already baked into the shares. So so we're buyers on on Clorox. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. And so Caleb, your thoughts because this is a name that is pulled back. You noted some hurdles that the company is facing in your notes that you sent to us. Explain that because as we await these numbers, some investors may be disappointed. If, you, if it goes with what we've seen so far. Yeah, well, Clorox is already guided that it's gonna have lower sales, lower earnings, lower adjusted earnings. This year, last quarter, they said EPS would be down four to 9%. They said sales, organic sales would be down two to 6% and adjusted EPS, Nicole, down 21 to 26%. So that's pretty low. Anything above that is gonna be upside surprise here, but the stock's been under pressure. Clorox has an oil problem. Look at every single product it sells, except for the cat litter and the charcoal. Everything comes in one of those plastic resin-made bottles, whether it's Clorox, whether it's Pine Sol, any one of its products needs petroleum up uh, to, to make it, and they're paying higher costs. They already said they were gonna raise prices back in April, so they're probably gonna have to do that again, just like a lot of the other retailers. The company's under pressure because demand is just not what it was coming through the pandemic. Those are tough comps to beat, but if you're not growing sales and you're already warning those are gonna be lower and your input costs are rising pretty much across all fronts, you're going to have a problem. And that's what we've seen for the past six months or more. Arun said it down 30% from its all-time highs, but the stock is underperforming all the ETFs that it's in. It's in underperforming all the dis consumer discretionary ETFs, and it's underperforming the stock market by about, I don't know, 38, 40%. Yeah, I think you make a great point. I looked at the XLY today, really looking at some consumer type stocks, right? The basket overall, and that's at a new high. Um, Arun, your thoughts? You said you have a, a buy on this one. What's your target, Arun? You think there's upside potential, I guess, after it's been beaten down? Yeah, no, yeah, I, I agree with everything. That's all the points that have been made. But you know, a lot of what's affecting them are, are macro issues. And you know, again, so last year when you know. Uh, when they had a surge in demand, one of the problems they were facing is they were facing market share losses because just about every household product company was introducing cleaning and disinfectant products. And, and for Clorox, because of their strain capacity, you know, they were losing some market share. 
And, and so you know, this, and now they've been investing in CapEx and introducing more capacity. And I think more capacity is expected to come online in the next few quarters. And, and so with that, I expect their market share performance to improve. So, so that's just one of the things that, you know, one of the positives I see uh, 12 months from now. And compared to some of the larger household product companies, you know, Clorox still has really good growth opportunities in, in areas like, you know, one international, they, they want about 15% of their sales are international right now compared to, you know, like a Procter & Gamble or a Colgate, they have much more international exposure. So a lot of white space opportunities international, you know, I expect market share performance to improve. They have more capacity coming online. So given that the stock is underperformed and is facing these cost, cost pressures and, and the fact that, you know, the Clorox is raising prices. Last quarter, they announced uh, price increases to 50% of their portfolio. I expect this quarter that they'll probably bring that up to 75% of their products. And those pricing actions will just start to get reflected in the income statement this quarter and the next few quarters. So I see brighter, uh, a brighter future ahead for Clorox, which is why you know we're generally more positive than the, than the general consensus. Right, and I mean, it is household products that we need going forward to try and do the comps to the time where the whole world was trying to buy Clorox wipes. Probably never again will we have a time like that. But it is still a great name, a great company. Caleb, you were you were looking at Project Ignite. I don't even know what that is, but um, I do think that many of these names in this group are probably facing the same cost pressures um, that Clorox is. Give me a few thoughts, Caleb. Absolutely. Well, Project Ignite is this big transformation program that CEO Linda Rendell tried to has been trying to introduce basically since she took over. I think it was September of 2020. Very tough year to take over as CEO of a company, especially one with a brand legacy the size of Clorox. But they're trying to change the way they manufacture products. They're trying to become a little bit more ESG friendly in terms of their packaging, but they're still highest input costs are still resin, are still petroleum related. So until they can wean themselves off of that and find a better way to package and find a better price point to compete out here, I think it's going to be very difficult for Clorox. Tough to do a transition in the middle of a pandemic, and she's done, uh, tried to do as, as good as she can, but you're facing these dual challenges of rising input prices and slowing sales. The question is, are they going to be able to accelerate the sales, as Arun suggests, internationally in time to pick up uh, at the pace for those rising sales to make those to balance out. It seems really difficult right now, and especially when you look at what some of the other right. companies are doing to succeed, very difficult for Clorox to make a move right now. Yeah, without a doubt. Caleb Silver of Investopedia and Arun Sundaram of CFRA. Thank you both. Of course, we'll have the numbers right here live on the TD Ameritrade Network. I'm so glad you're both able to be with us today. Take a nice good look here at Clorox ahead of the quarterly report.